up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Como La Flor, Bon Flor. This is your girl, Flor. And thank you for coming back. I don't know what's going on out there, but you metiches must really love what I'm saying because my podcast has taken flight. And I really appreciate all of the support, todo el apoyo that all of you have given me. Starting a podcast is a little intimidating, especially as a Latina, because at least for me, I really didn't think anyone gave a fuck about what I had to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. Growing up, going to a Chicago public school, you're taught to stay in your lane, to shut the fuck up and follow orders. And when you are rebellious and bold like me, it's kind of fucked up because you're always getting in trouble. So thank you. Thank you for giving me your time of day. Thank you for listening. I really, really appreciate that I'm just sharing my lived experiences, giving my opinions, and y'all are listening. I really, really appreciate it. So it's been very inconsistent lately, and I'm not going to apologize for it. Part of the reason why I started the podcast was because I needed an outlet to just share my thoughts. It's difficult to find people you can talk about your goals and thought partner on curiosities that that you have. And me, I'm always reflecting. I spend the vast majority of my day reflecting and asking myself if I am truly focusing on betterment. And every year I challenge myself to end the year better than I ended it before and to lean into my curiosity and try to grow. That doesn't always mean grow financially or grow as far as my career goes. It's more so focusing on growing in my wisdom, in experiences. So with this dissertation that I have going on, I'm not gonna lie, it's been kicking my ass. I never understood why it took people so long to get their doctorate and why so few have a doctorate, especially when it comes to Latinos. But I can see why. Oh my God, this this fucking, just these first three chapters are kicking my ass. When you choose a topic that is very close to your heart, especially one that involves your personal lived experiences, you almost go through a little bit of gaslighting. So, for example, my topic is covering the lived experiences of Latinos getting their undergraduate degree and basically what they're going through when they're choosing their major. So when you're writing your dissertation, the first three chapters are your introduction, the literature review, and then the methodology. So these are just fancy ass words. The first chapter is you basically talking about why this shit's important, what the fuck your dissertation is going to talk about. The second chapter is where the gaslighting comes in because now you got to find other people that are saying yes. The struggles that Flora experienced are real because I studied them myself 
back in 1894 or whenever the fuck. Ideally, you would have studies, literature that happened in the last 10 years, but that's not always the case, especially when you're looking at minoritized groups like the Black community, the Latino community, the Asian community. And then the methodology is do your chapter where you're talking about how the fuck you're going to get the shit done. Who is going to be participating in your study? What type of study are you doing? How will the interviews be conducted? Are you using a survey instrument? And the whole idea is that if someone picks up your dissertation, they can look at the study and go to chapter three and be like, all right, cool. I liked this study. I loved the results, I want to do this for my community. So chapter three is basically the step-by-step for other researchers to be able to follow for them to get, I guess, similar results, if that makes sense. So it's been taking me like four fucking months to get these fucking chapters done. But for me... It's not so much that it's hard. It's more of me getting in my own head about shit. So despite me being an academic for the vast majority of my life, I still get in my head about my abilities to write and my abilities to understand the literature that exists out there today. I think I've spent most of these last few months typing shit out and erasing it or like sitting on the computer and being all up in my head about what I want to type. But the minute I try to actually type it out, I tell myself that it doesn't make any fucking sense. So it's a lot of psychological warfare that goes into these dissertations especially when you're using a topic like I said that that you're very passionate about so that's why my podcast has been inconsistent so far because I've been in an ongoing battle with myself I'm not gonna lie as strong as I seem to be on the outside There's been several times where I'm asking myself, why the fuck am I doing this? Why do you continue feeling like you have to prove to the world that you are smart, that you are intelligent, that you know what you're doing and that what you are passionate about matters? And every time I feel like quitting, I think back to all the shit that I've read and my continuous realization that there is not enough out there that supports Latinos. There's not enough. And our communities work so hard to stay in this country. We work so hard to elevate our families. And I think back to two years ago when I started teaching and I realized that being a first-generation college student is still a fucking thing. When I, was in, uh, when I was in grammar school, I remember one of our teachers saying, all of you that decide to go to college, 
will be first generation because then every parents went to college and they made it seem like this beautiful thing. They made it seem like it was a privilege almost for you to be first generation. Like it was a big deal. And I was so excited because in my brain, the way my parents raised my sisters and I, we had no other option. You fucking go to college. There's no question of if, it was where. Where are you going to go? So getting to this milestone, I'm all geeked out like, oh, I'm first generation thinking I'm a badass. Bitch, no. <laughs> like, they fucking fooled you because being first generation, you have no fucking clue what you're doing. Yet, all the expectations of the world are on you. So it's a kind of a fucked up situation to be in where you feel like your entire community is on your shoulders and you have no idea what you're doing. Obviously, you know to go to class. Obviously, you know there are grades, but I'm gonna tell you this. I didn't even know what a GPA was or how it was calculated when I started at Northern. I had no fucking idea. I would just go to my counselor and they would tell me, you're good, you're gonna graduate, just don't fail any more classes. I knew to at least get a D in algebra. And that was it. And y'all know, I, I shared this before, I got a D in algebra by doing crossword puzzles about vocabulary words regarding algebra. So I passed the class not knowing how to find X. So when I started at NIU and I had all these responsibilities for me to maintain my status as a student, I had no fucking clue what I was doing, nor did I fucking care. Because in high school, I didn't have to care. I only had to care enough to be able to play soccer or be on the swim team. That was it. I didn't have to care about anything else. I just had to pass enough. And I always had someone telling me, like, you need X amount of points or this grade for you to stay in these extracurricular activities. So when I went off to college and I was not a student athlete and there weren't really any, I guess, issues if I failed, I didn't care. I didn't even know who my counselor was. I registered for classes that my friends were in and I got so caught up in my depression and just being in this fucking state of limbo that I got caught up. I fucking got caught up. And I think to this day, I still blame myself for that. And it wasn't until I went off to daily when after I got kicked out that I realized that I just genuinely was not academically prepared. And it wasn't necessarily my fault. Yes, partially it was my fault because in high school, I should have gave more fucks and paid more attention. But honestly, thinking back to myself in high school, especially with math, my learning style, if I felt insufficient or if I felt dumb, I just completely shut down. And I wouldn't shut down in the sense of like not showing up. I would get very defensive and very aggressive. So I would, I was a fucking smart ass. So I would give the teacher attitude and I would be like, all right, well, I'm here. What the fuck do I gotta do? I don't know how to do this. So if the teacher 
didn't care enough to like be like okay well what part are you not understanding then I just simply wouldn't care I just did the bare minimum and move forward and I say this because I also struggled with physics but the teacher cared enough where she sat down and would explain to me the formulas and would explain to me why they were important and she had more patience until like I was able to connect the dots. There were just certain things that wouldn't click in my brain. But she had enough patience and I busted my ass off. I think I got a D or a C in that class, but I was proud of it because I actually understood what I was doing. And it was fun. It was fun to learn the formulas. It was fun to be able to figure out crime scenes and the velocity of things. Like those things were fun. But my algebra teacher just didn't give a fuck and I don't blame him because our teachers back then the way the school system was for educators it was very antiquated very deficit where if the student didn't give a fuck you shouldn't give a fuck either focus more of your talent on those that you can quote-unquote save so it was my fault and theirs but it's over and done with, right? So I've actually been hiding a little project. And I just actually published it on my social media. So if you follow my LLC social media or my personal social media, you know now that I am a co-author for a book. And it's getting released December 3rd. So I am a co-author for the Young Latina Professionals. It's volume four. And I want to give a special shout out to Samantha Rivera because she tagged me on this LinkedIn post months ago. I think it was like early summer or something. I had seen this group before. I had seen, I think there were like one or two people that I knew that had been published. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But nothing in my brain said, hey, bitch, like, you should apply. Like, nothing. I I just, I don't have the audacity of doing that. But Samantha saw it. Samantha saw something in me and decided to tag me and a few others. And I was like, oh, like, I was taken aback a little bit because, I don't know, I guess how humble I am. My humility doesn't allow for me to see the brilliance that I have. But she saw something and I had shared my story with her. We had both gotten hired at the place that I work at right now. Um, So we started the same day and we were talking right away about our financial goals and what we've done in the past and blah, blah, blah. So I guess she remembered my story and thought it would be cool for it to come out in the book. So I applied. I had no expectation. I actually expected not to get picked (laughs) to be honest but I was cool with that so I applied anyway I said fuck it I'll just what's the words I can say no I've I've had so many no's in my life one extra one was not gonna hurt and I didn't hear back for a while so I had low-key forgotten about it and then I got an email that my story was selected and I was like oh shit so my story was selected but I still had to actually write the story and it was supposed to be in less than a thousand words. 
and that's where I low-key started freaking out because once again in my brain this bitch don't know how to write so I did my best I submitted it and there was still a chance where they could reject the story from the book but mine actually went through so now it's it's all becoming real y'all because I submitted my final edits it's going off into the manuscript and now it will be published December 3rd so although I might not be showing too much emotion internally I am my inner child is just fucking jumping up and down I don't know how many of you went to a Chicago public school but we had these dumbass young authors books that we had to write and it was basically a, a blank little kind of like a hardcover novel and you would have to write a story like a picture book almost and you could customize the the cover you would put the name the title of your book your name on it like an author and then you would actually literally write the book you would do your pictures and whatever and i was always excited to submit mine so what would happen was that if yours got chosen then it would actually get published i don't know what happened with the royalties and all that because you know as a child you don't really think about those things but if yours got chosen it would actually get published and as someone that resorted to books as a safe haven from the bullying I was always excited to write because I wanted to be like these authors like JK Rowling and um, R.L. Stein and all these other authors that I had been reading when I was growing up so when I would submit these books I would always hope that mine would get chosen because I wanted to be the safe haven for someone else and every year that I wasn't chosen I was like I'm terrible I'm so fucking dumb I knew it I knew it wasn't gonna get picked so after going through my undergraduate experience and sharing it with so many people I had quite a few people tell me that I should write a book about it and I'm like who the hell is gonna want to read this shit so just imagine my shock when I was waiting for the other shoe to drop in the submission and it hasn't dropped <laughs> part of my pessimism that I'm still trying to heal from but I am very excited I am I'm very excited to be a part of this book I'm very excited to share my story along with stories from other Latinas I'm not exactly sure what the other topics are but they were looking for stories about resilience and overcoming so I'm excited to read everyone else's stories too. And I actually saw that there's another fellow Husky on there. I'm not going to say her name, but if any Huskies are out there listening, there's two of us in that book. So I highly recommend that you pick one up. And I will be providing more details on the release of the book once I receive it. I do want to have my own little event where... I sell my own book so I can autograph it for everyone because I just think that's that's a thing to do, you know? How many of you have books that are written by Latinas also autographed by them? I don't think there's, well, first of all, there's not a lot of Latina authors out there, period. Um, so I think this is gonna be a good experience for me and for la comunidad. So a big fuck you to young authors. <laughs> um, because I'm still going to be out here published. So I'm glad this happened because I've also been considering 
publishing my dissertation once it's done. And I would prefer to go with a BIPOC publishing company because obviously for the community. But stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned. All this to say, try not to minimize your experience and your brilliance. We are the ones that get in our own way the vast majority of times. And we don't deserve it. We don't deserve it. This, this experience of me with school isn't the only experience. I know there are a lot of people out there trying to start their own businesses or negotiate a new salary or go from one career to another and we feel like we're not good enough for it but fuck that fuck that if the fire in your belly is telling you to jump the gun then fucking jump the gun and do it and don't let anyone stop you and i know it's gonna be hard because it's been hard for me like i said this dissertation is just keeping me up at night i've had dreams two consecutive dreams where i am driving off a fucking cliff i don't get hurt i don't die i kind of just like laugh it off at the end but this is from what i looked it up and the meaning that came out of it it's because i feel like i'm not in control of something and it's this fucking dissertation and it's it's just the paper i keep reminding myself but it's also a big deal to me because there aren't a lot of Latina doctoras out there. And there's not a lot of literature for our community. So I almost have this pressure to make it as good as possible because it's for us. But I also keep reminding myself that a good dissertation is a done dissertation. And it's only going to get better from there. I just got to get the shit done. So... Whew. I have been focusing on finishing up my methodology basically since I got to work. I wrote on it on the train to work and on the train from work. I'm about to take a break and then I'm going to get back to it and then I'm going to go to the gym and then come back and I'm going to try to finish all three. I already finished one. I'm almost done with two and I'm almost done with three. So I'm hoping that I can complete all three and submit it to my chair for edits. Ay, Dios mío santo. Anywho, thank you. Thank you, thank you. This has been a whirlwind and it will continue to be so, but I am very proud of being Latina, extremely proud. We work so hard in this country to make a name for ourselves. The fact that we were not even a part of the census for fucking years is insane. But we're out here, y'all. We are out here. So continue being the, the bad bitch you are, el chingón que tú eres, and brace yourself for all of the oppression because that shit's out there too and know that it's not your fault and you are not alone we are a big community fucking huge huge community with big hearts a lot of passion so if we lean on each other we can dismantle this shit so stay up there leave me some comments and i will provide more details on my book if you choose to get one and if you don't fuck you no, i'm just kidding Nah, it's cool. Reading isn't for everybody. But if you're not into reading, that's fine. Maybe you know somebody. Let them know. 
Bye, metiches. Se bañan.